welcome to Get Into Flow, the podcast all about shifting your mindset, identifying new perspectives, and taking action to inspire the kind of change in your life that will allow you to live unapologetically true to you. A life that you can look back on with pride and no regrets. I'm Sabrina, a mindset coach, and I'm committed to helping you build courage and confidence to take the next step on your journey of self-development and healing. Living in the moment, living in the present, no matter which word you choose to describe the here and now, the term itself has become something that we throw around, especially in the coaching industry, in the well-being, wellness industry. Everyone uses it. And you know what? Unfortunately, it's been overused to the point where we don't even remember why we're telling people or we're being asked or suggested to live in the moment. So today, I want to pull back the layers. I want to demystify, debunk. I want to go back to the source of living in the moment. Why is this important? And there are many, many sources that state, backed by science, backed by evidence, that living in the moment helps you to overcome anxiety, to reduce stress, to actually be able to be more in touch with your own emotions, with yourself, and also be able to reach that happiness that only exists in the here and now, in the present moment. We chase happiness, we chase goals, we are constantly running, and we forget sometimes that the only moment we have is the one that is being lived right now. The future is the future, it hasn't happened yet, the past is long gone, so the only thing that we can actually experience is the here and now. And to articulate that in maybe a better way than I just have, I want to quote author Mirko Toom. I'm probably not saying that correctly, but let me tell you what the quote is. The present moment is the only thing where there is no time. It is the point between past and future. It is always there, and it is the only point we can access in time. Everything that happens, happens in the present moment. Everything that ever happened and will ever happen can only happen in the present moment. It is impossible for anything to exist outside of it. So if everything is happening right now, but our mind is busy on what we got to do later or what happened yesterday, we're not fully appreciating the moment that we're living in. And guess what? In a flash, it's gone, right? It becomes the past. So the ability to be centered in the here and now, to not be distracted by anything else that's going on, that's where you can really be mindful of what you are experiencing, what you are living. And guess what? Being able to be mindful and tap into the power of this present moment, that's where your true emotions, like happiness, can really and only truly be felt. So happiness, we're always chasing it. And I'm going to do a full episode just on happiness alone, but I want to just introduce the idea that happiness is something that we often chase. Once I have this accomplished, I'll be happy. Once I meet this person, I'll be happy, right? Happiness, we always 
we tie it to a condition. Once I'm able to achieve X, Y, Z, then I can allow myself or give myself permission to be happy. But guess what? That moment happens and then you don't even fully appreciate the moment. You let it pass you by and you don't really get to fully experience the happiness. So today I really want to dive into how to access that present moment so that you can feel that happiness that we all want to so badly, but I think we just don't know how to do it properly. We're in a society, in a culture where we're constantly chasing, we're constantly looking towards the future, and we're relating to our past a lot too to let that define us. So today, I want us to leave that all behind and I want us to really get centered and grounded and focused. First off, why is that important? Why am I placing so much emphasis on the importance of living in the moment and learning to live in the present? Well, because there are so many benefits. Being present-minded is really one of the keys to staying healthy and happy overall. Here's why. It helps you fight anxiety. It helps cut down on worrying. It helps us to be grounded and connected to ourselves, which also means that you learn to listen to your intuition, to listen to your heart, to be in that flow state, to be able to follow your own path and know what you actually truly want instead of relying on all the noise outside or even the noise in your mind to guide you. So being present, being um, mindful, being clear-headed and in the moment allows you to truly connect with yourself so that you can make sure that you're on the right path for you. What that also means is that you learn to live with passion and purpose. You're being fueled by your heart's desire and that is only accessible in the present moment. So being present helps you to unlock the passion, the potential within you to be able to live your best life. And when I say live your best life, I mean a life where you are unapologetically true to you, where you are who you are, you are honest with yourself and with others, you don't have to change the way you are for anybody, you don't have to wear any masks or take on any other persona, you could really truly be yourself. And this all stems from being able to access the power that you have by being present in the moment. Some other benefits, if that wasn't enough, there are a few others. You can also help yourself boost your memory. You can increase your focus by really truly being present and grounded. And I mentioned it before, I'll mention it again, reduce stress, reduce anxiety, improve your overall emotional and mental well-being. So yeah, living in the moment is really amazing. And it's, I think, the most dramatic difference, if I take myself as an example, uh, from all the benefits that I mentioned, the most dramatic shift that I've experienced and that I've seen with my clients and with people around me is the feeling of being at peace, being calm, being more centered, less distracted, less scattered. So when you're not living in the moment, you're constantly re-looking at the past. What did I do wrong? What could I do better? Why, why did that happen? And just as I say it, oh my God, my anxiety level is rising, right? Stress right there. Or 
oh my goodness, there's so much going on. I have to do that and this and that. And like, what if that happens? And what if that doesn't happen? Like again, anxiety for a future that hasn't even happened yet. So what I always like to say about worrying uh, is you're planning a problem, right? When you're projecting and when you're really focused on what is about to happen, what could happen, what could go wrong, what could go right. We don't really do that. We usually focus on what could go wrong. You're spinning in your mind and you're missing out on what's happening right now. So all of these things that I've mentioned, they all contribute to anxiety, to stress. And why? Because there are things that you have absolutely no control over. With anxiety, it's because You experience it most likely because it's something that you don't yet know how to take control of or you don't yet know how to deal with it or to have a solution for. And when you're rehashing the past, well, of course, you have no control over that because it's happened. You can't change it. And when you're worrying about the future, well, again, there's no control that you can have there because we don't know how things are going to play out. So why are we so focused on trying to control and force an outcome? We make ourselves sick. We make ourselves physically anxious and emotionally we are just all over the place. So bringing you back to that centered, grounded moment, well, that's what's going to bring in the peace, the calmness. Understanding that we only have this moment right now and what happened in the past is gone. What what will happen in the future hasn't happened yet. There's no point stressing or being anxious about it. You bring yourself a sense of relief of, I don't need to worry about that. I don't need to focus on what might go wrong. Let me just focus on this moment. And guess what? Let me focus on how to take the next steps, baby steps towards that end goal to hopefully shift it in my favor. But I have no control over how things will play out in the larger spectrum. So what if I just bring my focus, my attention back to this moment and I allow myself to be calm. I allow myself to be grounded, find that peace within because that's where you're really going to get your strength back to be able to then go and chase your dreams and chase your goals in a healthy way. Which brings me to my next point. There is a way to balance your past, present, and future. So by saying live in the moment, I'm not telling you to abolish your future goals, or I'm not telling you to forget about the past. Very specifically, I want us to understand that there's a way that we can honor the past and prepare for the future without getting caught up in being attached to things. So there's a way to honor the past by saying, this happened, what can I learn from it? What can I take with me that will help me progress into the future version of myself, into these goals that I'm setting? But I don't have to be bound to the situation that happened. When we get stuck and dwell in the past is where we limit ourselves to not being able to live in the moment because we're stuck living and and rehashing the experience that we had. Instead, let's learn to let that experience go. However, take with us the lesson. Take with us what we learn so that we don't repeat the pattern and so that we can apply the lesson moving forward. So that's a healthy way to acknowledge the past and still be able to be present in the moment and say, okay, right now, if I were to redo that situation, 
here's what I learned from it, here's what I would do differently. Now, let's let that go. It happened, it's in the past. Let's keep the lesson and move forward. And moving forward into the future, you can set goals. Please do. We want ambition, we want drive, we want motivation and determination. But getting tied to how things play out and getting stuck on the details when we have absolutely no control over how those things play out, that's what gets us stuck living in the future, living for something that hasn't happened yet, and then allowing the present moment to pass us by and not appreciating what we're living right now. So has it ever happened to you where you're in an event? Or let me backtrack. Let's take, ah, let's take a wedding. That's an event that everybody looks forward to and you plan for at least a year, right? So you get engaged, I'm told, you plan for at least a year. So for a year, you're living for the future, right? Follow me here. You're living for that future one day wedding event that's going to happen. And so many times friends have told me the day comes and oh my God, it happens so fast. I don't even remember it. How many times have we heard this? Maybe you've even experienced this. Maybe you had a wedding day that you planned so, 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 so much. And then the day came and it flew by and you were like, oh, okay, well, it happened (laughs) right at that one day passed me by and I didn't even appreciate it. So that is an example where, yes, you're planning for the future event, but don't forget to enjoy the little moments along the way. Advice to couples who are planning a wedding right now, if you're listening to me, or if you know anybody who could use this advice, don't forget that this is part of the experience. It's not just that one day that you're, that you're harping on. You have to be able to learn to appreciate the planning time together. And on the day of, that's where you want to truly practice being present in that moment, being present for everything so that you can appreciate it, right? Like what's the point in spending a year planning and being excited for something, looking forward to something and not even being able to enjoy it once it comes. So what can we do to help ourselves get grounded and present in the moment? Well, first off, being self-aware of when you are in your head, when you're in the past or when you're in the future, being self-aware to be able to catch yourself when you're not in the present and snap yourself into the reality of what is happening right now. Right, So the first thing is really cultivate, develop that self-awareness so that you can catch yourself when you're spinning out of control. And now how to get yourself present and stay present, number one is meditation. That's what everyone will tell you and I highly recommend it as well. Being able to be still, be in the moment with yourself. So that means silencing the mind, just being aware of what is happening here and now. Meditation, like anything, takes practice. But if you do have a regular practice of meditation, you'll be able to cultivate that self-awareness to catch yourself, snap yourself back into reality, and be able to then appreciate the moment. So they go hand in hand. Another way that you can help yourself, uh, number two, would be doing a quick body scan. A mindful body scan really allows you to get into the sensory experience of the present moment. 
So what are you feeling? What is your body sensation? Start at your head or you could start at your toes. Start at one extremity and go through all the different body parts. Do a full scan of your body and just check in to see how you're feeling. That allows you to get grounded because number one, you're checking in with your body and number two, you're doing so in real time. Right now, what is my body feeling? What am I experiencing? How does my body feel? Do I have tension, right? And if you wanna go a little step further, you can add the senses in there. What do I feel temperature-wise? What do I smell? What do I hear? What do I see? What do I taste, right? Getting into the five senses allows you again to get grounded because you're asking yourself right here and now, what is happening? What am I experiencing? So that's a good one to try. Number three, I would recommend practicing taking deep breaths, especially if you're somewhere where you can't afford to take a five, 10 minute break to do a mindful body scan or to meditate. If you're in a meeting or you're at work, or even if you're in the car and you're driving and you feel yourself getting anxious or feel yourself, feel yourself overthinking and uh, projecting yourself into the future, Focusing on your breath and just taking five deep inhales and exhales with intention, focusing on the breath coming in through your nose, out through your mouth. Going even further, as your breath goes in through your nose, visualize it entering your nose, filling up your lungs, filling up your belly, and then on your exhale, visualizing it releasing out through the mouth and back into the environment. So again, five deep breaths can really, really help you to get into the present moment and grounded. And actually the breathing techniques will also bring you that calmness should you desire to have that as well and a sense of peace. Number four, if you can, a good old nature walk. Oh, that does the body good, right? Does the body and the mind and the emotions. It does you so much good just to get out in nature. And obviously, when you're walking, don't bring your phone or put it away. If you want to take some pictures, cool. I highly recommend it. Love nature pics. But don't be on your phone as you're walking. Just be out in nature. You don't have to go for a full-blown hike, but just take a little walk and just again bring yourself back to your senses what am i seeing right now what am i feeling what am i hearing what am i smelling right bringing yourself into the present moment and experiencing the beauty that nature has to offer us there's something so beautiful and grounding in connecting with nature because it's so beautiful and such a powerful force that gives us a sense of almost humble it humbles us it, it brings us a sense of appreciation for what we have around us. Which brings me to point number five of how to get yourself in the present moment. Start a gratitude journal. Being grateful, being in appreciation, being thankful, it really helps you to get grounded and connected with yourself. It gets you out of your head, even if you're thinking of what you're grateful for and what happened today, it brings up a sense of calm and peace and it actually just gives you that beautiful feeling of being connected with yourself, with others, with your surroundings. It just brings you back to your here and now. 
And so those are the five things that you can do to help yourself to get back to the present moment. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got exactly what you needed from today's episode. Thank you again for being here. I'm so grateful for you for listening, for your support. And don't forget, send me some feedback. I love to hear from you. Let me know what your takeaway was from this episode, which of the five ways to get grounded and present you will try, maybe all five, or maybe there's one that stands out for you. I would love to hear back. And until next time, these are beautiful ways to start practicing these simple mindset shifts to become more mindful, to become a little more aware of what you can do to get into that flow state. And we know being in that flow state is where creativity, inspiration, motivation, that's where all those beautiful things live. So it's my goal to help you one little step at a time, get you closer to living your best life, your most unapologetic, most amazing life. 